The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Good morning and welcome to the Kids Mix with me, Kath B. We'll have loads of stories, loads of songs and loads of fun. Dressed and life is moving on. Could it be he's just singing for fun? Someone singing for fun. Someone singing because they know it can be done. Whether people hear is not the reason. We're here opening our mouths 
let's keep singing Just for us and not for the crowd I know a boy who keeps on whistling Even when nobody's listening But the train in his brain keeps a moving along So there's nothing I can do but hop right on I think maybe He's gonna be a professional whistler someday Someone's whistling for fun. Someone's whistling because he knows it can't be done. Whether people hear is not the reason we're pushing air in and out of our mouths. Let's keep whistling. Just for us and not for the crowd I know a girl who loves to play And it's the same song every day And that's why she's getting better So what can I do but let her play and play and play and play? I think maybe her fun has just begun. She keeps playing for fun. She keeps playing cause she knows it can be Done. She loves the way it sounds when it comes around and goes on and on and on. So she keeps playing. Cause she loves her favorite song. Let's keep singing. For fun. Let's keep singing. For us and not for the crowd Let's keep singing and whistling and playing our song Just for us and not for the crowd with the actions in this next song. It's called Rockabilly Waterwheel and it's by Anna Van Riel. Oh, the Rockabilly Waterwheel's been spinning in the creek Spinning all day, spinning all week It's such a lot of fun to spin the whole day through And you can be a Rockabilly Waterwheel too Put your hands in the air Now spin round and round Jump up, 
Time for a story, and today our story's by Louise. Oh, it's called Visitor in the Night. I wonder who that visitor is. Let's find out. Visitor in the Night Bethany was tucked up in her bed and was nearly asleep when she heard a snuffling noise outside her window. Someone or something was there. She sat up and held her breath, listening intently. She had heard about robbers with guns that tie people up while they steal all their things and scary monsters that come at night to scare children. She began to imagine a large monster with sharp claws and long, sharp teeth. The noise became louder. Whatever it was, it was trying to get in the window. Bethany held her breath and clutched Teddy tightly. She crept out of bed with him under her arm and tiptoed over to the window. A tapping sound came from outside. She peeked out through a gap in the curtains. She was too afraid to open them. She could see trees and bushes in the moonlight, casting long shadows across the lawn. The tapping sound stopped, and there was a thump, as if the thing had jumped off the window ledge into the bushes. Something big was hiding there. Perhaps it heard me coming and crouched below the window where I couldn't see it, Emily thought. She pushed on the window to make sure it was tightly closed. Had it seen her peeping out from the curtain? Was it staring at her? It was a scary thought. She had a tight feeling in her tummy. Suddenly there was a shrill screeching and hissing. Emily froze. Was there an invader from outer space? Was there battle of aliens going on? The battle was on her window ledge with thumping and banging against her bedroom window. The thing had jumped back onto the window ledge and it was fighting with another creature. Scruffy, who was sleeping on the end of Emily's bed, sat up. His fur stood on end. He pricked up his ears and growled. He had heard the noise and knew that something was outside the bedroom window. He sensed danger. There was more ear-splitting screeching. Bethany screamed and rushed into her mother's room. 
Something is trying to climb in my bedroom window. She clung to her mother. She was shaking and squeezed Teddy even tighter. Mum sat up and put her arm around her daughter. There, there, it's probably a stray cat. Mum tried to calm her down. I'll come and have a look. They went back into Bethany's room. Mum pulled the curtains across. There were two black paws on the outside window ledge. Mum shone her torch onto a bright, shining pair of frightened eyes. A pink nose was pressed against the glass and a creature with a large bushy tail stared back at them. A cat had been attacking the creature and ran off into the bushes as soon as it saw the torchlight. Possums have large, sharp claws and the cat had probably come off worse. There were spots of blood on the window ledge. In a flash, the creature jumped down and ran back into the bushes. It was a possum, Mum said. It could see that apple you left on the windowsill and was trying to get through the window to reach it. It's probably hungry and looking for food. Possums like fruit. He must have disturbed the cat. I have seen a stray hanging around. I hope it isn't badly injured. Scruffy jumped down off the bed and leapt onto the shelf by the window and hissed. His fur still stood on end. He was going to scare the intruder away, but the possum had jumped down and run into the bushes. The possum was frightened too, Mum said. But Scruffy was looking after you. She patted him, but he was staring out of the window. He knew that something was there. Bethany picked him up and patted him. She talked softly to him, and he realised that the danger had passed. She gently put him back on the end of her bed. He curled up and went back to sleep. You'll be all right now, Mum said. She took the apple off the windowsill. The possum will look somewhere else for his supper. She tucked Bethany into bed, and she was soon asleep too. This is the Kids Mix with Kath B and Fresh FM. This song I wrote years ago. It's about how everyone is unique and different. It's called Individuality. Sing along if you know it. It's a song about me. It's a song about me. It's a song about my individuality. About the clothes I wear. About the colour of my hair. And it's about who I want to be near. It's a song about me. It's a song about me. Sometimes I just want to be all by myself. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes we do agree. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes I want to do. about me it's a song about me it's a song about my individuality about the clothes I wear about the color of my hair and it's about who I want to be near it's a song about me it's a song about me 
a song about me. It's a song about me. It's a song about my individuality. About the clothes I wear. About the color of my hair. And it's about who I want to be near. It's a song about me. Are you wide awake and ready to join in with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM's Kids Mix? This song's called Two Trucks by Itty Bitty Beats. Two trucks travelling down that same old track One named Tom and one called Tim Travelling back to back Talking to each other, having a good old yakety-yak Two trucks travelling down that same old track Toot-toot-toot on their horn is how they say hello Wave to them as you pass by, then off, off, off you go Toot-toot-toot, just say goodbye, it was so nice to see you Toot-toot-toot, off we go, see you soon I would like you to stomp round like a dinosaur in this next song called Dinosaur Stomp. Dinosaurs have great big feet that stomp, stomp, stomp. Dinosaurs have great big teeth that chomp, chomp, chomp. Stomp, stomp, stomp.
have great big claws that crunch, crunch, crunch. Dinosaurs have great big jaws that munch, munch, munch. Crunch, 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 and a munch, munch, munch. Crunch, 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 and a munch, munch, munch. Crunch a saurus, crunch, crunch, munch a saurus, munch, munch. I'm a saurus, crunch, crunch, you're a saurus, munch, munch. Stomping in a chomping, crunching in a munching, stomping in a chomping, crunching in a munching. Stomp a saurus, stomp. Have great big feet that stomp, stomp, stomp. Dinosaurs have great big teeth that chomp, chomp, chomp. Dinosaurs! It's time for a story, Nori story. <laughs> this one's called Leapfrog. Hello, this is Elizabeth, and I'm dropping by with a short but sweet story by Hans Christian Andersen. It explains what it is that grasshoppers sing about, and it's about three animals who took part in a contest. It's called the Leapfrog. A flea, a grasshopper and a leapfrog once wanted to see who could jump highest and they invited the whole world and everybody else besides to come to see their jumping festival. The judge was to be the king himself, no less. I will give my daughter's hand in marriage to him who jumps highest, exclaimed the king. For a competition without a prize would not be so amusing. After the king's announcement, the three jumpers were more keen than ever to make the right sort of impression on the world and each wished to show that he was the fit and proper one to marry the princess. The flea was the first to step forward. He had exquisite manners and bowed to the company on all sides, for he had noble blood. He was, moreover, accustomed to live close to human beings, and that makes a great difference. Then came the grasshopper. He was considerably heavier, but he was well-mannered and wore a green uniform, which he had by right of birth. He said, moreover, that he belonged to a very ancient Egyptian family. The fact was, he had just been brought out of the fields and put in a cardboard box. I sing so well, he said, that sixteen native grasshoppers grew thin from sheer envy when they heard me. And that is how the flea and the grasshopper introduced themselves and thought that they were quite good enough to marry a princess. The leapfrog said nothing, but because he said nothing, People thought he was all the cleverer. And when the house dog snuffed at him with his nose, he decided the leapfrog was of good family. 
the king's old counsellor asserted that the leapfrog was a prophet, for when the weather was about to turn warmer, his skin would turn a brighter colour. As to which of these three fine specimens is the most fitting to marry my daughter, I say nothing, exclaimed the king. But I have my own opinion nonetheless. It was time for the contest to begin. The flea jumped so high that nobody could see where he went to. So they all said he had not jumped at all and that he had cheated. The grasshopper jumped only half as high, but he leaped into the king's face and that was ill-mannered. The leapfrog stood still for a long time lost in thought. People began to think that he would not jump at all. I only hope he is not done well, said the house dog. When, pop, he made a jump into the lap of the princess, who was sitting on a little golden stool close by. At this, the king said, There is nothing above my daughter. Therefore, nobody should jump higher than her. But for this, one must possess understanding. And the leapfrog has shown that he has understanding. He is brave and intellectual. And by the decision of the king, the leapfrog won the princess. The other contestants tried not to show their disappointment, though in truth they both felt it keenly. It's all the same to me, said the flea. The princess may have the old leapfrog for all I care. I jumped the highest, but in this world merit seldom meets its reward. Looks is what people appreciate nowadays. The flea then went to serve abroad in the army, where, it is said, he was killed. The grasshopper sat on a green bank and reflected on worldly things, and he said too, Yes, looks are everything. A fan appearance is what the people care about. And then he began chirping his peculiar melancholy song, from which we have taken this story, and which may, very possibly, be all untrue. And that was the story of The Leapfrog, by Hans Christian Andersen. I do hope that you enjoyed it. And Bertie says that it only goes to show that frogs truly do make good matches for princesses. Maureen, it's Kath B on the Kids Mix on Fresh FM. Have you ever written a song? Have you ever made one up in the shower, maybe? Or perhaps you've made one up while you were sitting on the toilet? This one's called The Silly Song. I met a boy and he wore pink pyjamas he ate ripe bananas he owned two big llamas he liked riding on his llamas eating ripe bananas wearing pink 
silly boy. That silly boy. I met a girl who on her feet wore flippers, on her hands wore slippers, didn't like nail clippers, so she wore the flippers and the slippers to avoid her nails being cut with clippers. That silly girl. That silly girl. This is just a silly song. It might be right, it might be wrong. It doesn't matter just for fun. Why don't you try writing one? A silly, silly song. I knew a dog. He wore a tartan raincoat, sailed a pale blue sailboat with a friendly mail goat. He would sail the sailboat with the mail goat, never taking off his tartan raincoat. That silly dog. That silly dog. I met a man, and he had rubbish on his head, wore black gum boots to bed, and had a friend named Bird. He'd spend the day with Fred, then wear his black gum boots to bed, and still have rubbish upon his head. Upon his head. This is just a silly song. It might be right, it might be wrong. It doesn't matter, just for fun. Why don't you try writing one? A silly song. A silly song. I know a lady. Her clothes are made of lollipops. She never walks. She hops and she loves spinning tops. She spins her tops and hops and hops while children try to steal and eat her clothes of lollipops. Of lollipops. Of lollipops. This is just a silly song. It might be right. It might be wrong. It doesn't matter. Just for fun. Why don't you try writing one? A silly song. I wonder if there's a tunny far somewhere in your garden. This is a Nika Moore song called Tunny Far, Tunny Far. Tunny Far, Tunny Far, where are you? Under the sea or in a deep pool? Tunny Far, Tunny Far, how do you do? I want you to meet my friends and family too. But how could it be that you're a mystery? Tunny far, come to me. Oh, I wonder where the tunny far is. My Google Maps isn't working, obviously. Tunny far, tunny far, I'm not scared of your sharp claws and your hairy beard. Everyone says you're a hideous beast with your stinky breath and your crooked teeth. But how could it be that you're a mystery? Tunny far, tunny far, come to me. Put on a new dress Where and everything. Are you, Mr. Tunny far. Tunny far, tunny far, please don't eat me. I taste yuck. I'm not your cup of tea. Maybe you'd like to feast on one of my brothers, or my delicious dad, or my scrumptious mother. But how could it be that you're a mystery? Tunny far, tunny far, come to me. Oh, Google Maps is oh. working. Oh, is that Mr. Tunny Far? Yeah, I think that oh, is. Oh, no, I'm just over here. Mouldy girl, mouldy girl, here I am. I was just chilling out on the land. I am your 
protect so I'm your kaitiaki It means that I won't eat you, yeah, that's what it means, eh? But now can you see that I'm no mystery? Māori girl, Māori girl, come to me Yeah! I'm really friendly, I promise Māori girl, Māori girl, let me see Bring your beautiful body to me I won't eat your ears and your cute little nose I definitely won't eat your yummy toes I don't even care, no I won't eat your hair Māori girl, Māori girl, come over here <laughs> oh, I'm feeling a bit hungry now It's snackish Māori girl, Māori girl, I've had enough I'm so hungry, I want some lunch You would feel good in my tummy I'm sorry to have to eat you but I think you'll be yummy Girl, you're running away, oh I wish you would stay Māori girl, Māori girl, come back to me Um, I don't think so Come back to me girl, OMG Ew, don't run away, you wanna eat me, okay? Oh, where you going? No, stick by say. I wanna protect you, I promise. See ya, wouldn't wanna be ya. <laughs> ah, actually, I'm gonna eat you all up, cause I'm a tummy farm. Beeha! Oh, song's going on a little bit too long now. Oh, end it here. Oh, kia ora. This is Kath B on the Kids Mix on Fresh FM. We're gonna have a story now by Leon Castell Anderson, and it's called My Own Grandpa. This is a story I used to read to my daughter years ago. It was bought for her by her grandpa, and it's called My Own Grandpa. It's by Leonie Castell Anderson, and illustrated by Kathy Wilburn. Andrew dragged his feet. He sighed. He looked at his ball. It was no fun playing when there was no one to play with. All of his friends were away on holiday. Suddenly, Andrew remembered that his friend Ben was still home. He ran down the block. Ben, he yelled. Want to play catch? Hi, Andrew. Can't. Grandpa and me are going to play checkers. Oh, Andrew slowed. How about when you're through with checkers? Can't, Ben shook his head. Grandpa's going to take me fishing. Andrew trudged home. He wished he had a grandpa who lived nearby, a grandpa to go fishing with, a grandpa to do things with. Andrew tossed his ball up in the air. It came down and bounced once, then twice. Then bump, 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 it bounced towards the street. Andrew started for the curb. Don't go out in that street, young man. It was a billy goat gruff voice. Andrew turned around. A man with bushy white eyebrows was glaring at him. The man looked scary to Andrew. I wasn't going in the street, Andrew said. Hmm, good thing, said the man. Andrew stomped over to the curb. He picked up the ball from where it had rolled into the gutter. Then he stomped home. Boy, he said, a grumpy old man yelled at me and Ben's busy with his grandpa and there's no one to play with. I wish I had a grandpa to do things with. You sound as if you're lonesome, his mother hugged him. Andrew, she said, I think it's time you met the people I work with. They're sometimes lonely too. You mean the people who live in that big green house around the corner? 
Andrew knew the greenhouse was called Green Meadows Manor. His mother went to work there once a week, but Andrew had never gone there with her. His mother smiled and took his hand. That's right, she said. Let's go. Inside the house, in a large sunny room, lots of people were busy. Many of them smiled and said hello. A grey-haired lady looking up from her knitting. Are you going to give us a painting lesson today, she asked Andrew's mother. Not today, Mrs Bailey. Today I brought my son Andrew to meet all my friends here. Andrew's mother took him around the room. Andrew liked the man with no hair and thick glasses. When Andrew couldn't say Geonopolis, the man smiled and said to call him Mr G. Mrs Wilson showed Andrew how she made her wheelchair go. When his mother stopped to chat with Mrs Wilson, Andrew skipped on ahead. He wanted to meet everyone. He saw a man sitting at a table. Andrew went over to him. Hi, he said. The man squinted up at him. You're in my light, young man, he said. Andrew stiffened. It was the man with the bushy eyebrows and gruff voice. I'm not a young man, Andrew said. I'm Andrew. He didn't like this man. He turned away. So you're Andrew. The man's voice didn't sound nearly so gruff this time. Andrew slowly turned back. Well, I'm William. William Barker, said the man. He held out his hand. He wasn't smiling, Andrew saw, but his eyes looked twinkly under those bushy eyebrows. He wasn't quite so scary now. Andrew shook the man's hand. Hi, he said. I'm tying flies, Mr Barker told him. Tying flies? asked Andrew. Flies, Mr Barker said, to fish with. Haven't you ever gone fishing? Yes, I have, Andrew said. My daddy took me. We fished off a bridge, but we didn't have flies. William Barker chuckled. He isn't scary at all when he laughs, Andrew thought. Fly fishing is something special, Andrew. Look here. He showed Andrew a box. It was filled with bright coloured bits of feathers. Those are flies, said Mr Barker. You tie one of those on the end of a line. Cast, reel in, keep that fly skimming along the water. Mr Barker was pretending with an imaginary rod and reel. Andrew watched him. Then suddenly, said Mr Barker, wham, that old trout takes the fly and Andrew giggled at Mr Barker, reeling in a fish they couldn't even see. But it looked like fun. Do you think I could do that? Andrew asked. Mr Barker looked at him. Would you like me to take you fly fishing? Sure, Andrew cried. He grinned at Mr Barker. Suddenly, Andrew asked, Would you be my grandpa? Then he frowned, but I guess you already belong to somebody else. I do have three grandchildren, Andrew, said Mr Barker, but they all live far away. My grandpa lives far away too, said Andrew. Then it's a deal, said Mr Barker, and they shook hands. Just then, Andrew's mother came up. Hello, Mr Barker, she said. I see that you and Andrew have met. Mrs Mitchell, Mr Barker said, may I take your son fishing tomorrow? She looked at the two of them and smiled. I think that's a great idea, she said. Good, Mr Barker said. I'll come by about eight in the morning. Better be ready, Andrew. Yes, sir, Andrew turned and waved at Mr Barker as he and his mother went toward the door.
Andrew skipped on the way home. As they were passing Ben's house, Ben came out the door. Hey, Andrew, he called. Want to go fishing tomorrow with my grandpa and me? Andrew smiled. Can't, he said. I'm going fishing with my own grandpa. Aw, wasn't that a lovely story? You're on Fresh FM. It's the Kids Mix with me, Kath B. How about a song about stormy weather? Until it's over. But it seems like there's no end in sight. Uh-oh, uh-oh, a storm's a-brewing. Uh-oh, uh-oh, look at the sky. Watch out, watch out, I hear the thunder. We better find a place to hide. What do we do? Where can we run to? Is this the storm that never ends? Hope it's not. Let's stick together. When the storm comes, we're best buddies. Uh oh, uh oh, la 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 la. Uh oh, uh oh, la 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 la. Uh oh, uh oh. Here's a song by Judy Cranston called Shake, Shake. Rattle and rock and roll. I'm gonna shake, shake, rattle and rock and roll. Playing in the band. I'm gonna shake, shake, rattle and rock and roll. Come on and give me a hand. I'm gonna shake, shake. I'm gonna rattle, rattle. I'm gonna rock, rock. Rock, rock, rock and roll. I'm gonna shake, shake, rattle and rock and roll Playing in the band I'm gonna shake, shake, rattle and rock and roll Come on and give me a hand I'm gonna shake, shake I'm gonna rattle, rattle I'm gonna rock, rock Rock, rock, rock and roll I'm gonna shake, shake It makes people happy all around the world. See if you can guess. It finishes with Ness. Starts with a K. Hmm. It's kindness. Kindness is something you feel inside. Kindness is something you see. If I'm kind to everyone. Kindness comes back to me I could pick you up 
flower thing I could give you a hug I could dance round in circles I could draw you a bug I could tell you I love you oh, I love you I could tell you you're sweet you are sweet I could share all my toys thanks or make you is your favourite? Summer, winter, autumn or spring? Here's a song from the Bitty Bitty Beats album On The Move called Seasons. Oh, 
your gloves and your scarf. Rug up warm, the wind is chilly. Cuddle up by the fire. Camping in the summer? Well, if you do, you probably know how to put up a tent. The next song's by the Okie Dokie Brothers, and it's called Camping Tent. I got myself in trouble when I bought myself a home Cause I thought myself a millionaire, but then I couldn't pay off the loan So I moved down to the river, where fishing hooks pay the rent And now I'm living off of rice and beans and sleeping in my camping tent. My camping tent, it's my transportable, affordable apartment where I open the roof, zipper, and can watch the Big Dipper rising as a breeze blows through the window vent. It's time well spent living in my camping tent. Would be a nice abode But in the fine print that I read It said that you could take it on the road So now whenever I want to leave I go wherever I can live in peace Cause whoever wants to live in a camping tent Never has to sign a lease It might have a rather low ceiling But it keeps me humble Cause I'm all Trust my roof, cause this wigwam is waterproof. I love my camping tent. It's my transportable, affordable apartment where I open the roof, zipper, and can watch the Big Dipper rising as a breeze blows through the window vent. It's time well spent living in my camping tent. And knickknacks laying around And while those things are nice to have They end up weighing you down So I left 
tent And the only thing I brought with me was this little old camping tent It's my transportable, affordable apartment Where I open the roof, zipper and camp Watch the Big Dipper rising as a breeze blows through the window vent It's time well spent living in my camping tent My camping tent It's my transportable, affordable apartment It's foldable, holdable, easily moldable, totable, boatable, probably even floatable, dependable, mendable, the poles are pretty bendable, enjoyable, deployable, but doesn't have a toilet bowl This song's called Skip to Maloo. Well, there's a fly in the sugar bowl shoe fly shoe. A fly in the sugar bowl shoe fly shoe. There's a fly in the sugar bowl shoe fly shoe. Skip to Maloo, my darling. Skip, skip, skip to Maloo. Skip, skip, skip to Maloo. Skip, skip. Skip to Maloo, skip to Maloo, my darling Now I'll just bet that you all know this song Do you know, you can change the words around on these old songs Because they belong to all of us For instance, when I was a little boy I had this little sister Well, I still have her, she's just not so little anymore her name's Luann. We called her Lulu, and we sang this song like this. Cows in the cornfield, what'll I do? Cows in the cornfield, what'll I do? There's a cow in the cornfield, what'll I do? Skip a to Malula, my darling. Lulu, skip to Malula, Lulu, skip a to Malula, Lulu, skip to Malula, skip a to Malula, my darling. Skip it to Malula, my darling. 
song is one I wrote with Doug Stenhouse. He put an awesome backing track to it. It's called Welcome to New Zealand, and this version is sung by my great niece, Jessica Colith. Kia ora, and welcome to New Zealand. This is the place that we call home. It's also known as Aotearoa. This is the land of the long white cloud. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.